You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I'm not a Grinch. It's just it's another one of those things that I think you should have to pass a test before you're allowed to get in. Like Wait, when what? like at the door to you have to, to agree. Go to a public place. Yeah, you have have to agree to some basic rules and regulations that you're going to follow, some social norms before you enter in the building, and then everybody can interact a lot in a lot better way. I think <laughs> really? that's I, especially around so the holiday the guy season. Who never does this, but you think that there yes. should be rules in place. Do you think you would even pass the rules? Um, yeah, I would pass them because uh-huh. I'm the one creating them. That's how that would work out. <laughs> This is, again, once I'm in charge. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. Except for this week, Greg. It's not going to be five days. You're lying. Well, you're you're a filthy, filthy liar. Okay, generally five. (laughs) Do I have to put like a general in there? I don't know. You're always like mixing and matching things when you're talking. You used to say internets. Now you say the incorrect form of internet. So I don't really know. Generally five days a week. See, that just kind of takes away from it. If I have to start going back and like like redoing it, adding in like disclosures to it. Yes, this week, since it is. Christmas week. We are uh, doing three shows this week. So we're on Tuesday. We're going to do another one tomorrow, and then we're taking uh, Thursday and Friday off, and and then we'll be back next week. Um, and we've got a bunch of stuff we're going to get to. I do want to remind everybody, though, you know, since it is this last time to do your do your shopping, you can always go to funemploymentradio.com. There's some last-minute stuff going on, Greg. And click on the Amazon link right there, or go to the Cyber Mall. All of these things are right at our website, and if you shop through our website, it helps us out. That's the secret. Secrets. That's the inside ball mm-hmm. game I'm letting you know about. It helps us out when you click on that Amazon link and then do your shopping from there. So just go to Fun Employment Radio, uh, go to FunEmploymentRadio.com and then click on the link. You're doing a real good job. I was giving the people the inside ball game. That if you talk good. low like this, then they think they're then everybody thinks they're getting in on a secret. Well, let me tell you something now. I don't want you can't you to tell know. people that you're trying to make it sound like they're getting in on a secret. Let me let me just give you a little let me give you a little heads up here. I'm not supposed to talk about this. Uh-huh. I mean they. The the uh, the bosses were going to come down on me on this one, but I'm going to tell you a quick secret here. You go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon link. It helps out that website. And it doesn't cost you anything. You know. Why I'll are you talking that. so weird? I'm telling. I'm secrets. the one with the weird voice. Are you trying to take away from the fact that I think it's being pointed out? I don't know what. Uh, I think Chris might say that I sound like a garbage pail kid. A gar- <laughs> what does a garbage pail kid sound like? So you do like have a me, cold going on. Like me, I know. I do. I do. But I'm just like, I'm totally congested. Like, it's not like an overwhelming sense of ickiness. It's just, I, I just can't really breathe very well. Right. Yeah. Well, That's it happens. It. I would rather have this than the flu, though. I'm, I'm okay Now with you that. just ruined it. Now I'm probably going to get it because you just said that. That's wow, how that's you're work. so selfish, really. That's, I think that's how that's going to work. That's how that you works. You just jinxed it. <laughs> um, yeah, you do. You sound you sound fine. You do sound a little bit stuffed up. Um, I did. I didn't know Garbage Pail Kids. I guess there was a cartoon for them, wasn't there? I don't know. I do. All I know my... is that my friend uh, Rod. I remember uh, had like all the collector's cards. Oh, really? All of. Them. I had a pretty big collection of them. Uh, there was Gross Greg, which that one, of course, I had. I think there was another Greg one, too, at one point. I can't remember what the other one was. And uh, I remember Gross Greg. Yeah, Gross Greg. Yeah. Yeah, there was that one. I can't remember what Sarah's was. Like, Snotty Sarah or it something? It wasn't Snotty Sarah. It was like, uh, I can't remember. It was, uh, oh, I cannot remember Do what Do kids Sarah's today was. even know what Garbage Pail Kids are? Maybe there's Would probably going to be a resurgence. Uh, maybe. If there is, I might be able to make some money off of this because I do have, I have quite a collection somewhere at home. 
that I could find. Well, I'm really looking forward to you finding that someday. And even when I was a kid, I didn't use them as stickers because I was like, no, I can't waste that. If I put it on, if I if I stick it on something, then you know what am I what am I going to do? I'm stuck with it on there forever. What if I want that sticker for something else? So I would save them. I think I was like Stinky Sarah or something. I can't remember the Sarah Garbage Pail Kid. Garbage Pail Kid. I'm, I'm just going to cut that little piece out, and oh, then we're going to use that for something you else. You are not going. I think to. I was Stinky Sarah. <laughs> what did the kids call you, Sarah? Uh, Sarah Slime. It's being noted that was one of them. Garbage Pail Kids. That was a weird thing. That was a really gross, weird thing. Yeah, but they were they were cool. I mean, I I remember liking them a lot. Ew, there was a snot. Oh God, it's like disgusting. I can't even like stomach that right now. Actually, they're gross. Yeah, garbage kill kids are uh, kids are uh, really gross. Yeah, they're yeah. really really gross. Yeah. I know that they are, but I mean, like right now, particularly, that just looks really disgusting. Well, I'm sorry. That's well, I'm sorry too. That's the case. All right, so are we gonna get Snotty back to your Sarah. Grinchy rules? Stop calling me son. It's disgusting. <laughs> so, um, yes, let's get back to that. So, I really. You're a mean one. <laughs> Mr. I'm not a Grinch. You really are a heel. <laughs> You're as cuddly as a cactus. You're as charming as an <laughs> This is all true. Grinch. You're a bad banana with a greasy black peel. You really are. Like, you take anything that is, like, happy about Christmas or pretty much I'm anything not, in general. No, I like Christmas. I like seeing people. I like hanging out and all of those things. I, I'm just saying there's something that I have to do that I don't enjoy i have to do it today and i mean well that's your fault that you put it off till today by (laughs) the way oh yeah i'm well aware it's completely (laughs) my fault like you did this to yourself yeah you're throwing yourself into the lion's den because of you yeah pretty much (laughs) so i have to go do my christmas shopping today because i put it off i didn't take my own advice and just order through funemploymentradio.com instead there's a couple of specific things i have to get and i have to go to one of my the, one of the places I dread the most, and that is the mall. Oh, I my have to gosh. go to the mall today on probably one of the worst days you can possibly do it. Oh, yeah. For Between sure. now and Christmas Eve, actually, this is earlier than I shopped last year, so I, I'll give myself credit but on that. But this is going to be the day where everybody who's out there shopping thinks, like, well, at least it's not Christmas Eve, so this is going to be the hell day. Oh. Man. This is going to be the hell day because I think this is probably everybody's like last half day of work if they have like a real, you know, like a fancy job or whatever. Right. They're <laughs> they probably have getting a job. off if they have one of those job things. Like they're probably getting off at like noon. They go to their lunch and then they're like, all right, now hit the mall. Got to buy everything for, for the family. Crap, that's what I'm doing today. Mm-hmm. So I, it's being already suggested which malls to go to here and out of Portland. You, I do only have like a couple of choices. A, I won't go downtown. I'm not going to deal with that mess. We'll go to downtown Portland. It'll be either Lloyd Center or Clackamas Mall, and I'm not sure which one, which one I'm going to go to. Probably Lloyd Center. I know this is just like Portland ball game. Uh, Lloyd Center, by the way, Jimmy Pardo used to be the spokesperson for. Lloyd Center is my mall. I like Lloyd Center. I've been going there since I was a little kid when my parents lived or when my grandparents lived here in Oregon. Yeah. Okay. Went ice skating. Oh yeah, that... I remember when it was open air. Do you remember when it was open air? Uh, was Lloyd Center open air? Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm pretty sure it was. I don't unless think I ever... so. I think you have that memory wrong. I'm not. I don't think it was. Maybe it was, and I don't remember for sure because we would mostly go to Salem. So I, I, was I don't. Pretty sure it was. But I don't you know. know what? We've I got a hot wrong. dispute here. Real hot. Well, real hot, hot debate. Real hot, hot pickle. Hot button issues right there. Was was Lloyd Center ever covered? We'll find out. Was it ever an open air mall? Let's we'll find, find out. We'll in find real out at one twenty two on Fun Employment Radio. First, it was weather an open air mall. Oh, all right. Yeah. 
Was it when you were alive, I don't though? know. I don't know if, like, maybe I just remember my parents telling me that they went there when it was an open-air mall. Mm. Oh, it's being noted White Center was open-air until 1990. Oh, yeah. All right. So there you go. Yeah, that's right. I remember skating, ice skating as a little kid. Okay. At the Lloyd Center Mall. That's a wonderful. It is a wonderful touching story. Holiday. It was a touching holiday tidbit that people can now put in their pocket. My grandparents would take us and we'd go skating around. Oh, that's cool. So remember that people are making. Okay, this is one of the. This is one of the things I can do to counteract your grinchiness. I'm not grinchy. I'm just. Remember. <sighs> Just remember, when you're looking at kids and you're just like, oh, look at those annoying kids ice skating and squealing and having a good time. I never said that. Remember, I never said I was annoyed by remember kids. Remember when you hear the, you know, the, the childhood, like, you know, kids like are the least of, my of laughter. Just know that they're making future memories. They're the, making memories for when they're adults and they look back with fondness. They're future Sarahs. Yes, exactly. They're, they're, <laughs> they're making memories so that when they look back, they can be like, oh, I remember when I used to ice skate there as a kid. There I, wasn't a grumpy guy trying to ruin my I, entire time. I'm not, I'm not going anywhere near the ice rink. And I don't, kids are the least of my concern. It's not like I'm going to go down by the ice rink and like, you kids, quiet down. <laughs> you stop having fun, We're kids. trying to do some shopping here. <laughs> no, I don't care if the kids are I don't like your skating. laughter. <laughs> <laughs> the kids aren't really my problem. When it comes to the mall, it's the adults that are the issue for me. And there's a few reasons why I think. And then people it's these are things that happen all the time. But I think they get exacerbated around around this time of year when people go shopping, where they just lose all sense of like that there's anyone else around you doing the same thing. Well, you're kind of losing all the sense right now, too, because all you care about is yourself and getting your stuff done. Well, yeah, but that's different. That's exactly the, the same. <laughs> it's the same thing. <laughs> well, if everybody else is trying to get their stuff done at the same time, who's to say that my <laughs> stuff isn't more important than their stuff that they're trying to get done? Well, I think that we could all shop a lot easier if we followed just some basic rules. Tell us the rule. Wait, Christmas shopping rules? This yes. is a new one. Yes, Christmas shopping rules. I think. I mean, they apply all year round, but especially around Christmas when there's so many people. And so I, I think there should be kind of a test when you walk in the door. You got to fill out a sheet and agree to abide by the rules, otherwise you oh. don't get to go shopping. What are what are the? I, I want to know some of the rules that you're talking about. Okay, well, that's the number one. You know, you have to remember that there are a lot of other people there. And so when you go in, it's very apparent there are a lot of people there. The more you, the more you dilly dally, you, the more you're walking around, getting in people's way. Assume you're always in someone's way. That's what Christmas shopping is, though. Christmas shopping is dilly dallying because you don't know what you're getting someone, so you're looking at shit trying to find a good present. Well, but always assume that you're in someone else's way, and that you need to be cognizant of everyone around you at all times and get out of their way, and so or get out of. My way, but that's that's one of the main things. Like, be aware of your surroundings. Don't be backing up into the aisle and sitting there and looking at things, and then putting your arms well, like looking all at around, things, wanting to make sure, like whether or not you want to spend your hard-earned money on the thing that you're looking at. I'm just saying, go in with a little bit of a purpose. Like you got, you have an idea of what you're going for. Preferably, you figure it out beforehand and you go exactly there and you have it mapped out. You can get one of those maps, like look at the map and know where you're going. Uh, that's one thing. So definitely. Have be aware of your surroundings because one of the things I hate the most is I hate getting bumped into by people when I'm shopping. You're going to get bumped into. I don't today. like it. I don't like I being don't touched. Care. You are going to be touched all over your body. I don't like strangers bumping into strangers yeah, while they're I'm gonna shopping. They're going to be people of all different heights and widths and proportions. Oh, and that's they're a, all going to be bumping into you. Tall people are are a big problem sometimes when it comes to this. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm calling out tallies on this because they're so big they're unaware of their surroundings. I'm a small guy, and so they uh, they bump me with their with their appendages because they're just big gangly giants. And so maybe you're getting underfoot. Maybe 
maybe you're the problem. Maybe you should be a certain height to be able to shop <laughs> uh, two days before You're not Christmas. allowed to go in there if you're not? Oh, well, that would suck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a big problem if stuff is up on uh, taller shelves. That is that is pretty embarrassing. I had that problem um, I had that problem the other day at the grocery store, but anyway, I couldn't what read problem? some... Oh I, my god! I couldn't. I wanted does that, how much of a man does that make you feel? Like did somebody have to help you? <laughs> no, I will not. I refuse to have help. What I'll do is I'll wait till nobody's looking, and then I'll scale the uh, shelves. You're, the shelves are going to fall on you. You're going to be at Darwin Watch. You're going to die with. All I of those figure they can hold. I mean, I'm not that big of a guy. I figure they can hold. You know, uh, groceries. But or you're whatever. like you're you're solid. Yeah. Like you don't like you might not be that tall, but you like are muscly, so you weigh as much as like a tall person could. Well, here's the problem: if I go to the grocery store and I can't reach something on the top shelf, I don't want to be the guy to look around for where's a tall person. Tall you person. Just bring a grabber with you. <laughs> no, I'm not going to be the grabber guy either. You have to bring the grabber. I see little old ladies at my grocery store bringing their grabbers. <laughs> They're just zen with it. They're like, you know what? I can't reach the top shelf. You know what can help me? My extra appendage, aka my grabber. Steven, the chat is saying, Greg, I asked a tolly for help the other day. You got to own it. I mean, <sighs> yeah, Steve is totally proud of the fact, and Steve's slightly shorter than you too. I put Scott Daly to work sometimes, but that's because because he's my friend. If we're somewhere and I want something, or even, even at my house or his house, I'll just tell him to get something, and then you know, or if there's a light bulb, that it's a lot easier for him to change than if I were to bring out a ladder. I've had him do that before at Who, my house. Scott, Scott, yeah, put, putting tall people to work, but I'm not going to do it with a stranger because I just I you know I no I don't like interacting with strangers too much anyway and that's not to say if you're a fan of the show please come up and say hello that's different you don't count wow you're, you're not a stranger really terrible no they're not strangers if you listen to this show i don't care if we've ever met or not you're not a stranger to me um i'm talking about just people i don't know like i'm not going to ask a tall person <laughs> so what i do the way i get around that is um yeah i, I scale the shelves if it's something that comes God, down, you are going you gotta to watch out. Yourself. You got to watch out. Make sure to hurt yourself. You have to make sure nobody's around because people get all worked up about. Oh, you're not supposed to climb on the shelves. But how no, you're not supposed, supposed to, get to it? climb on the shelves. You are a man. You're an adult man. You're not supposed to climb on the shelves. That doesn't mean I'm. I'm. I'm just as much of a man. I'm just a shorter, more refined version. Well, you're not of as a man. much of a man if there's less of you. You're I'm less a of a man. Refined version. Yes. Are you? I'm like a dela- like a gourmet. I don't know where I'm going with that. Anyway. Yeah, I've I've figured out different ways. Like if it's if it's too high, if I can climb up on the shelf below and get a good grip, I'll climb up on the shelf and then feel you around. You know that like most of those shelves aren't like bolted down. Like they move them around and change displays all the time. Like, Hasn't happened to me yet. Oh my god! Or if I if I well, that's the other thing. If I'm not sure if it's going to be hold my weight. <laughs> Then what I'll do is I'll uh, I'll kind of rocket myself off of it. <laughs> so you time it out just right, and you push up. It's kind of like you're doing parkour in order to get stuff off the top shelf. It's like grocery store parkour. That's what I, I don't do. even know what parkour is. What parkour is, is like that the French thing where you jump off of, do flips off of things, and you, you don't know what parkour is. I'm trying to think how to describe it. If you don't know, it's uh, it's like this athletic thing where they run up a, like scale a wall and jump off that and jump on to a bar and then it's like street gymnastics i don't know i'm just making up words but parkour is the thing and so i kind of do that where you got to run and you got to balance it just right and i'll shoot myself off of the lower ledge jump up in midair grab whatever it is i want or knock down a few things to make sure i get what i want and then then get it done and then i'll toss the other things back up there oh my god but i mean hey it's not my fault the grocery stores don't cater to people my height 
sometimes. And so that's <laughs> kind of the chat says, uh, security, we've got a climber in aisle seven. Zoom <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the live chat. So funemploymentradio.com slash live. If you're listening to our show, we do broadcast live for subscribers, six ninety nine a month. The first week is free, so uh, it helps us out a lot. You can sign up for that. Uh, Sumon in the chat says, uh, let's see, Jazz, he's got too much dignity to wear platform shoes. That's why he climbs on the store shelves. I do. I'm not going to wear platform shoes. Well, you know who I think is more t- the most dignified person ever? Somebody I see scaling a grocery store <laughs> shelf. Like, Jesus, That's man. why I don't want people to see it. you got to wait until the aisle's clear. All right, so what is this? Will you do this at a mall? Like, if you're trying to get, like, a top shirt from something, you don't ask for help? You try to, like, climb the, the mall wall? If I think I can get away with it, yeah. Absolutely. Oh God. I will do anything possible without asking somebody for help. Because I, you know, I'm... Just in general or for things that are too high for you to reach? Well, in general. Yeah, I don't like asking for help. No, I mean, if I have to, I will. But I'll wander around for a good probably 15, 20 minutes trying to find what I'm looking for before I'll give up. Like if I can't find something, then I'll find somebody and ask them. But I just, no, I want to so do it on my own. So you waste a lot of time before you I'm have independent, to, Sarah. before you give in to the inevitable, <laughs> which is somebody taller than you needs to help you out. It's also being suggested in the chat by being that I need to get a little, um, one of those little stools that you carry around. I'm not going to do that either. And there's nothing wrong if people do do that. People do saying, bring their own stools sometimes. And I see fine. the old ladies bring their own stools. And that's fine, but I'm not an old lady and I, I want to, I want to do it on my own. And You're a so, grown man. So I rocket myself off the lower shelf so I can jump up and sure. snag what I want. And I'm pretty good at it, too. I'm pretty good at it. I don't believe you because even if you weren't good at it, you wouldn't tell us. You would say you were good at it. I would probably. I, w- I bet I would do pretty well on that American Ninja show where you have to, like, scale things and jump and all, do, do all that stuff. I could probably do pretty well at that. Oh, you're yeah. not coordinated. I'm coordinated. No, you're small. You're not coordinated. Just because I'm small doesn't mean All I'm right, not coordinated. All right, so let's get back to this mall thing. So you're going to the okay. mall today. What rules do you think? All right, well, so number one, be aware of your surroundings. Like, That's, don't bump into people. These are the rules people. that you should have to sign before always, you go into the Always mall. assume you're in somebody else's way. So just get out of everybody else's way. Um, and these, you know, play to my benefit. Uh, don't, like, have a good idea of what you're getting. Also, when you do find what you want and you wait in line... Understand everybody else is waiting in line, too. And make sure you are ready to pay when you get up to the counter. Don't get up to the counter. Wait till they ring up everything that you have. Then they tell you the price, which you should have a good idea of what it's going to be anyway. And then decide, okay, now I'm going to open up. And I'm sorry I'm calling this out. Now I'm going to open up my purse. And I'm going to dig through. And I'm going to find either the cash. I'm going to look at the cash. No, the cash... Isn't going to work. Oh, do I have enough change that I can pay just in cash and give you exact change? Do you take and go checks? Through all of this do stuff. you take checks? Exactly. And then decide, oh, well, no, that's not going to work. Um, which card am I going to use? Well, I'm going to use this card. You know you're going to have to pay. I mean, that's, that's part of how that transaction works. So you should be prepared and have your card out or your money out before they ring it up. Oh, my God. So you're ready to go. And then the other, another thing, too. And this is a oh, there's another round. thing. I can't believe there's another Well, these thing. are the rules of payment at the mall. Once you're done with your transaction, get out of the way. This refers back to rule number one. Assume you're always in someone else's way. Because if you're making the other person wait behind you while you move around the stuff in your bag and then slowly put away your money and then put your receipt in the receipt pocket and put this and this and you take like five minutes it's not going to be five minutes to put your receipt in the receipt pocket. If you take 30 seconds, it's too long. Oh, my God. You should be in and out once your transaction's done. 10 seconds or less, you're out of there. Otherwise, if it's longer than 10 seconds, you're one of those people. 
you're holding up somebody behind oh, you. Oh, heaven forbid. And so that's another rule. This is all to help speed up commerce, sir. It's all for the good of the people. And so, you know, the faster they go, the more people that can get in and out. And this is, it's going to help out everybody else. So 10 seconds or less when you're done. When you're done with your purchase, then 10 seconds is pushing it, to be honest. It should be. You are a nightmare. I'm saying this is, these are just things that, that, that you need to that you need to do. So do you like map it out before you go there like what stores you're going to go to and everything? Yes. So what stores are you going to go to? I will try to park as close as I can to whichever one I'm going to. Uh, well, I'm not going to say where I'm going because I, I'm getting a couple of things for a couple of people. But I'll, I'll map it out to which store I'm going and then once I get in I'll, I'll develop a plan because if I'm not sure where the other stores are that I have to hit like there's I think there's three places I have to go today. So I'll get in there and I'll I'll utilize the wonderful maps that they have set up in the mall, you know. And then you point it out and be you like, don't just okay, know it by heart here, here, from here. living here for so long. I don't I don't like going in the mall. No, I don't have it memorized. I mean, I know where the food court is. Um, I know where Spencer's is. I know where. That's that about where you it. Buy your butt plugs. That's where. Yes, that's exactly mm-hmm. call back to yesterday. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. No, that. By the way, out of context, this sounds <laughs> very different. There was a story about Spencer Oh my god, you're that. over no. I mean, you know, not that I would know. Not that you would know. No, you Now that when you said not that you would know, like you made it sound <laughs> even worse. I made it sound Oh no. Um not that there's anything wrong with that. So <laughs> No, I'll map out, you know, which places I need to go and then and then I'll have it have a good line of sight in mind. Like I'll map out my trip around the mall to maximize the amount of time or not maximize, but, but maximize Minimize my time in the mall. I'll say that. So I've got like a, I'll, I'll put lines in my head and be like, okay, if I go here first, then here, that's going to cut out the time versus going around the other way. Then I can use this escalator and then I can get down and back. And it's how, like, it's a challenge to me to see how quick I can be in line. So it's your own when, personal when race. Yeah. It's my own personal race. Do you know race. what you're buying or do you just know the stores that you're going to? I have a good idea of what no I'm idea. buying. I know where I'm going. I know. Well, that's a violation of my rule. So I would never admit to that. Uh, I I have a good idea of what I'm getting. Mm-hmm. Whether it's going to be there or not, then I'll then I'll have to make a secondary choice. But I need to have all that lined up in my head before I go in, so I'm not again getting in other people's way. If we all have that same mind frame, Christmas shopping would go so much easier. Well, there you go. Yeah, I'm, I'm really glad that you like laid that all out for everybody. Well, I actually have already done all of my Christmas shopping, Greg. Well, good for you. Yeah. Again, I made that mistake. I didn't follow my own advice. So this, is, I know, I realize it's my own fault. But I'm just saying everybody else could accommodate and make this. Since everyone it is my else own needs fault. to accommodate by you making the wrong decision. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. Well, I am going to Bremerton tomorrow, so I'm kind of excited because I I am going to do some. I like doing most of my shopping here in Portland, but then I will go. Because I do like all the uh, like the strange little stores in Bremerton, so I, I do go there and find some like last minute gifts. Okay, maybe go to the go to the Kitsap Mall. Ew. Yeah, that's kind that of just, a nightmare. Actually, sounds... every time I go, every time I go, like I regret going. Like I have like this okay I know version of it in about my mind. What the Kitsap Mall is, but just being called the Kitsap Mall, it just sounds. It a is sketchy. kind of strange. Like I'll see sounds people that I went sketchy. to high school with working. Like I remember last time I went, I think. It was for Thanksgiving or something. Um, like somebody I went to high school with, I recognized. I'm like, what do I recognize from? Like, oh shit, high school, and they were working at like one of the kiosks. Like, I just recognize people from you know, you know, from living in Bremerton and then from going back so many times. But uh, it's uh, it's being asked in the chat if you regret going, then why do you keep going? I don't know. <laughs> it's just what you do. It's just what I do, Sarah. Uh, if if anything, is definitely a creature of habit. 
I do. I enjoy. Uh, you have your rituals, like them or not, you will do them no matter what. That's true, is it not? It is. Will you be going down to the park and drinking yes. a Mickey's over Christmas? Yes. Yes. That's what I do. That's. There's no reason to it. Can't explain it. No, but now I've like, made my crazy. Like my crazy is uh, like leaked over to like my friends who live like my friend Tanea who lives in Bremerton. Like she has to do it too. Now, I've, like I've made it such a thing that now I've kind of brainwashed her into thinking that she has to do it too. <laughs> so now it's not even a struggle. Now she's like, "All right, so are you going to get the forties or am I?" I'm like, "Okay, cool, I'll get them." And then we oh, you drink forties sometimes down by the park. Christmas we drink forties. Wow, it's a very special occasion. A Forty down by the park in Bremerton. Well, if you want to find Sarah on Christmas Day, you just go down there by the park in Bremerton, and you may get to see her. You just might. <laughs> it's very classy. That is that is nothing. Uh, being but asked about making a cardboard heather this year. No, I am not. You should explain what the cardboard heather is. So a few years ago, <laughs> my my married sister, her name was Heather. I'm saying that was. for your benefit because if we just gloss that over, you really sound insane. Okay. Not that you don't already explaining it, but all right. Um, so <laughs> cardboard heather. <laughs> so a few years ago, well, my sister is married. Uh, her husband's name is Michael, and Michael's family all lives in California. So now, since she is the married. They have to kind of trade, you know, holidays back and forth. And so a couple of years ago, it was um, their turn to go down to California uh-huh. for Christmas. You know, and since I was a little kid, my, you know, we always spend family Christmases together. I mean, I know that it might be strange at my age, but it is like, it is Once the again, thing that we do. Once again, it's your traditions. It yes. is my traditions. I'm 35 this Do not this break year. her traditions. I spend every Christmas with my family. I love doing it. Um, and my sister and I, every year, will get uh, matching pajamas. You get new pajamas every yes, year? Yes, every year. And you get matching pajamas that we you wear. We already picked them out. Yes, we pick them out on, when we go shopping after Thanksgiving, and then we wear our matching pajamas. <laughs> Again, I'm 35 years old. But it's tradition. Yeah. And I love it. I love it. I look forward to it. And so one year when my sister was in California, she wasn't able to do the tradition with me and, and my family. and than the other weird things that we do on Christmas Eve night. And so I decided to make a cardboard version of my sister in her pajamas that she wasn't able to wear that night because she was in California. <laughs> nothing strange about that in There's any way, shape, or form. There's nothing strange about that. No. I just missed my sister. And you drew a cardboard version of her. I did. I made her face out did of a paper plate. Did you talk to it? I didn't. But I fed it wine. <laughs> I was like, are you drinking wine with me, little sister? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Anyway, I was very sad, so I made so I stuffed the pajamas full of like pillows and stuff, and I made a fake Heather. That was a couple of years ago. Anyway, she's going to be here this year. So no stuffed Heather world, needed. So no stuffed cardboard Heather. She is going to be wearing her own pajamas, and everything's going to be just fine. And stop trying to make me sound like a crazy person. Right. Of all your rules. No, I'm not making you sound like a crazy person at all, actually. Not at all. <laughs> so you're you're going to go up there. You're going up tomorrow, right? After I'm going the show. tomorrow, yeah, after the show. For, for live listeners, we're doing the show at 10 a.m. tomorrow. Pacific 10 a.m. Pacific. Just to get that out there. Yes. So All I'm going right. to head so, to Bremerton. Going to hang out with my, my knocked up sister. Well, I guess that just sounds be... classy even the way you describe it. <laughs> she's, she's my sister's knocked up. but <laughs> No need for a cardboard up. Heather this year. <laughs> I don't need <laughs> a cardboard Heather. She's going to drive me down to the park to drink my 40. I got me. She is. <laughs> <laughs>
She does. My sister's my DD. My friend today, like, she's just like, all right, cool. So she's going to, she's like, well, because she also does the traditions. Of course, now she's not going to be drinking the malt liquor. <laughs> I was going to say, that'd be the ultimate right there. No, no she's I know. Not I know. Like, yeah. I know. But she is going to drive me down there. <laughs> and we are going to have our, our, the, well, she's going to have a sparkling water. Just get her water. a 40 bottle and fill it with, like, apple juice no, that's or something. That's what she had last, during Thanksgiving when we were doing our 40s thing. Um, she had a, a bottle of sparkling water. <laughs> we put it in a paper bag for her. <laughs> <laughs> so she had, like, honestly, a sparkly water, and we were drinking our Mickey's ice, just like, woo Classy. It is classy. I do look... I like it. Like my, it is a tradition to me. It's true. I, it only happens once a year. I only you know, get to see a lot of my Bremerton friends and friends, you know, who are from Bremerton who live all around the country. I get to see mm-hmm. them one time a year. Right. I get to catch up with high school people. Sure. Um, it's fun. Get to see family. Get to spend time with my fam. Yeah. But the going out part is always kind of fun or weird. It depends. Like it, it alternates. Sometimes it's just kind of strange. Yeah. It sounds. Yeah. It sounds very normal. Very very homey tradition kind of thing. It is very homey tradition mm-hmm. kind of thing. And, right. and like the trashy bar we go to, like they know us every year. Like they all are wearing, you know, like trashy Bremerton. Like, Do you wear pa- your pajamas out? No, I don't wear my pajamas out. No, I don't know. I mean, that sounds like something that could be added into the tradition. No, no. Okay. Why would I? No. I don't know. You know that I wouldn't wear my pajamas in public. Well, I don't, I don't know like Bremerton, that? Sarah, though. I don't know how that works. Well, Bremerton, Sarah is just fine. Okay. Bremerton, right. Sarah doesn't need your lip. Bremerton, Sarah is going to smash a 40 bottle over your head if you don't shut the fuck up. Well, that's spoken like a true Bremelo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, you know, we'll we'll talk more about it tomorrow, Yeah, I'm we'll sure. talk more about it. I might talk about my tradition. If anyone doesn't know, I did say we have some traditions. Maybe I'll talk a little bit about those tomorrow. Okay. All right. If you don't make fun of me, every time you make fun of me, you make I'm not making fun of you. I didn't say anything. I'm. You're the one telling the story. I'm just letting you. You're leading that that on your own. Whatever. You're the shelf climber. I kind of like it as a challenge when I when I have to jump to get it. It's kind of fun. I'm like, ooh, all right. How am I going to master this one? And I'll figure out my route. Sometimes I got to move stuff around so I can get a good foothold. And I rocket myself up. You're I can jump pretty to use high. Products you haven't purchased as footholds. No, I move the products so I can use the shelf. I can jump pretty high for a little person. Well, a shorter person. I'm not a little person. I'm a You're shorter a man. I'm a shorter man. Boy, I'm not selling myself very well here right you now. You really aren't. Yeah. Making yourself sound very attractive. Shortest. Oh, well, our buddy Rick Rutherford in the chat just said, uh, I just ordered more gifts on Amazon.com by uh, clicking through on the Fun Employment Radio link. And with Prime, it says I'll receive them on the 24th. No mall for me. Smart man. He's taller than you, too. Not by much. By a lot. Hello, no. my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. How are you? Welcome to my world of Crazy. Crazy. All right, Greg, it's all Star Wars and Santa Claus today, so you bear with me. You pay attention, No Greg. spoilers. No spoil. No, I don't want spoilers. I haven't seen it yet. I'm buying tickets for me and my dad. <sighs> I'm not allowed to enjoy the movie with my dad because I haven't seen the other ones. I didn't say anything. Yeah, you just did with your sigh, little I'm man. I'm just saying... I heard you can jump pretty high for a little guy. I, can't, I was on the high jumping team. A California man is in the news after he has created the first working flame-fueled lightsaber. 
which sounds flame fueled flame fueled lightsaber, which what? sounds like an excellent idea. Yeah, so this man uh, who created it, his last name is, uh, let's see, let's see. So uh, the same man who created a functional model of Thor's hammer has created a working lightsaber in honor of the new Star Wars film. So he's Wait, an engineer. Really quick, what's the functional version of Thor's hammer? I mean, it, I don't know. I mean, really, it's just a hammer. Unless he can call lightning to it. Unless he's the only <clears throat> one he can that make can it, lift yeah, it up. Yeah, he's the only one that can lift it up. Uh, okay. Well, it said he created a functional model of Thor's hammer. I don't think it's the lightning thing. It's probably he's the only one that can pick it up. But I don't know for sure. Well, if you'd like to follow him, he has a YouTube channel called Sufficiently Advanced. Uh, his name is Alan Pan, and he has now posted a video of himself testing out a flame-fueled sword, a.k.a. his lightsaber. So he begins the video by using the flame to light a cigarette. And remarked how scary wielding the sword sword feels. He later demonstrates the lightsaber in action by using it to pop stormtrooper balloons and burn a photo of Star Wars character Jar Jar Binks. Now, the flame is uh, produced using a methanol-slash-acetone fuel mixture and uses butane as propellant, so it's lit from the bottom. So it's like a blowtorch, basically. Okay. But in a lightsaber form. And it can, uh, and it, it that's all, he demonstrates in the video how different chemicals produce different color flames representing the weapons used by various Jedi Knights. All right, I'm starting to be more sold It on is this. activated by a switch on a model lightsaber base that opens and closes a valve, which also pr- uh, produces sound effects similar to those used in the films. What? That's the sound a lightsaber makes. Next up at a Grand Junction, Colorado. A fundraising campaign was launched this past week for a Colorado busboy after he found and returned an envelope containing $3,000 that somebody had accidentally left in a restaurant bathroom. So he found an an envelope with $3,000 in it, didn't keep it for himself, but turned it in. So now someone has started a GoFundMe page created for him because he returned the lost $3,000. So the story of the busboy, his name is Johnny Thumper Duckworth, has inspired a GoFundMe campaign, uh, which was titled Tip Thumper, after he found and returned an envelope that contained over $3,000 despite his own financial struggles. That's a good thing to do. I would probably do that. Okay. Yeah, so he's uh, so he's doing that. So somebody started this GoFundMe page. Uh, Randy Emmons, who's the creator of it, he said, We are trying to raise money for Thumper to help him out through the hard times. His car is broken down and he lives uh, house to house with friends and family. He doesn't even have enough money to get his own house because of the doctor bills he's acquired that garnish his paycheck every week. So this is the guy that turned in $3,000 that he found All right. in the bathroom. Duckworth found the envelope while cleaning the restrooms and uh, went in to turn it into his boss, Randy Emmons. Now, he walked up to me and said, Boss, I found this envelope. It feels like it has a lot of money in it, Emmons said. And then he handed it to me and walked away. When Emmons opened the envelope, uh, revealing $300 bills and some change, he considered how much Duckworth could use the money. But Duckworth said firmly he never considered keeping the money for himself. He said, It's not mine. I work for a living to make my own money. Well, the envelope was eventually taken to the local bank and returned to its rightful owner, who went on to express his gratitude to Duckworth. Uh, He was here at the counter... Uh, and I was back at the booth with one of my grandsons. I wrote a note to him on the back of the envelope. 
uh, said Merry Christmas to a super honest guy. He gave him $300. Now, the GoFundMe page has raised not 3000 but since they've posted this for the guy who turned in the money, since he was honest, even though he's going through his financial struggles, so far it's raised over $12,000. Wow. Yeah. So it's really nice that people are actually, you know, assisting this guy in being a good Samaritan. Yeah. No, that's good. It is good. I would turn in that amount of money. Well, yeah. I found a till bag once on the street, and it felt chock full of money, and I threw it into the mailbox, and I've talked about this before. I still think about it sometimes. I still wonder what you were going to do with it in the mailbox, like what we were expecting to have. Because I'm sure it had like an address or something. A lot of till bags have identifying things and... Or some mailman. I wasn't going to open it. person is. Well, then that's their bad karma. I wasn't going to open it. Okay. I did not want to be tested. All right. Okay. I'm sorry. I, I had an emergency. That's why I had to take okay. care of that. All right. So I said a lot of it was Star Wars and Santa Claus. I had to pepper it with a, a good thing. So now uh, here's something that happened in England. This sounds like something that would happen in Florida. I was a little surprised at that. Out of Alfreton, England, a Santa Claus climbed through a KFC drive-thru window and demanded cash last week. He was trying to rob a KFC while dressed as a Santa Claus. Wow. Well, police say that the bad Santa was armed with a knife instead of a sack of toys happened this last weekend when he climbed through the drive through window of the KFC in Alfreton, England and demanded access to the eatery safe. So the Derbyshire police... Uh, I demand access to this eatery safe. I need the eatery safe. A uh, Derbyshire police spokesman said a man dressed as Santa Claus entered the building through the drive through window, climbed through the drive through window and demanded access to the safe. He had reinforced that he had a knife. Staff had quite rightly backed off and allowed him uh, and allowed him in and then he had exited the scene with a quantity of money. The spokesman said the suspect was decked out in festive apparel during the incident. He was wearing a red Santa hat, red jacket, and a black top underneath the jacket. He also had on red trousers with a Santa theme and black shoes on. KFC said that no one was hurt during the incident and employees are being offered any support they need. Meanwhile, the robbery, the robbery Santa's on the loose. They're not going to catch him either, probably. Wow, that's not the Christmas spirit. Well, I mean, it's not. I'm not the one that robbed anybody. I'm saying that we don't know that. I mean, I. And they're not going to catch him either. <laughs> they're never going to catch him. They'll never know who did it. Oh yeah, so the Santa got away with the cash. Yeah, that's pretty sad. I'm sorry. That's... I don't know what to say. I didn't do it. I I know I did. well you keep saying that you didn't and so I, don't I didn't do it. it I have a Santa costume but I did not do that okay. I would never do it but I'm saying if you were going to that would be never mind okay this would be the time of year you could probably do that all right well uh, next up a story out of my favorite place in the world where is it Greg Florida specifically. Port St. Lucie. A Port St. Lucie woman was arrested after investigators say she got into a physical confrontation with her husband after he would not stop. What do you think he wouldn't stop doing? I don't want to know. I don't even want to guess what it was. Just, that guess. Would, no, Just guess. No. After a Port St. Lucie was, woman to. was arrested after investigators Whatever say, it is, I don't want to say it. She got into a physical confrontation with her husband after he refused to stop. Insert blank here. Well, I don't. I don't know. I'm not going to say it. Passing gas. Oh, okay. All right. That's not as bad as... <laughs> well, the problem happened uh, this past week at the home of Don uh, Michael. 
in Port St. Lucie, Florida. Now, Michael's husband told Port St. Lucie police that his wife started elbowing him when he was doing his thing in bed. Now, Michael's husband stated he continued to pass the gas, at which time uh, Don, Don Michael, began kicking him and eventually shoved him out of their bed. The husband said he got back into the bed again, but still continued <laughs> the passing of the gassing. Ugh. Uh, he said that was when his wife began another round of elbowing and kicking him, trying to get him out of the bed. He said that he then restrained his wife, quote, for his own safety. Well, he could have just got out of bed. Yeah, so, well, yeah, he and he refused to. So Michael told police that she had asked her husband, Don Michael, asked, uh, told police she had asked her husband repeatedly to get out of the bed and stop doing what he was doing. Don stated that when her husband did not stop passing gas, she began elbowing and kicking him. Uh, the police reported that as Michael was in the bathroom calling 911, she discharged pepper spray into the air to keep him out. Okay, that's a little bit overboard. That's 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 a little overboard. Yeah, so uh, Don Michael... She pepper sprayed him over... <laughs> well, unfortunately... Does it, wouldn't that kind of just backfire if you're pepper spraying into a bedroom to keep somebody out? I mean, it's not like it... It's just going to float right back into your own face, isn't it? At that yeah, point, well, it didn't end up working out for her because she ended up being arrested for on a misdemeanor battery charge. Yeah, that's that's fair. But he was calling nine one one on her. No, she. I guess she was calling nine one one on him, but she had uh, battered him. Okay, that's a loving relationship, right? I don't there. know. Everything in Port St. Lucie is just confusing. That's kind of what I like about it. That's Christmas time in Port St. Louis. All right, so we went from England to Florida and back to England. Oh. And Star Wars. All right, so uh, you know how, like, here in Portland, if, you know, we have the Max, which is, and, the, and TriMet, which is our public transportation. So What you started. Oh, my God. So you have to, you know, pay for a ticket or else you get in trouble if, like, the, yeah. if the ticket collectors come in. Right, so yeah, similar- on TriMet, because they, sometimes they're undercover, too, aren't they? Mm-hmm. I always pay for a ticket. Yeah, sometimes they're undercover and they'll come and check your ticket. Same thing happening in London. However, now people who are trying to dodge the fare are being threatened by something else, not only getting a fine for not paying for their tickets. Now there are signs in, in the London underground that warn fare dodgers if they don't buy tickets, they will not only get a fine for not being able to produce a, you know, an example of the ticket that they bought, they will also be told Star Wars spoilers. <laughs> they will be told spoilers <laughs> from the movie. All right, that's pretty so funny. So the London Underground uh, has set up a way to clamp down on people who are trying not to pay for their tickets. So this is the Canterbury Station in London. They've warned passengers <laughs> that they risk having the ending of Star Wars The Force Awakens ruined if they don't buy their tickets. So commuters that's have pretty taken good. thousands of pictures on this. They spotted the message written on the service update board at the London uh, Underground station on Friday. Uh, the message read, Attention, anyone caught traveling without a valid ticket will be told the ending of the new Star Wars. Oh, and also get a penalty. <laughs> now, pictures of the message were shared on social media, and one post has, been, has amassed more than 400,000 views. That is that is pretty damn That funny. is what you got to understand the world and how it works, and that's something that'll get... Yeah, it's, it's not going to be the fine favor. that's going to, yeah, deter people. Oh, that's good. Yeah. All right, and I do have one more. And this just made me laugh. So I had it yesterday, but I didn't want to talk about it until I was 100% sure it was true. Because if it, was, if it wasn't if it was true, it's funny. If it is true, it's very, very funny. Okay. So 
But now it has been confirmed that this is true. Greg, have you heard of the thing called the stoner sloth? Have you seen anything? Uh, I've seen a post about this. Okay. Now there is a new character that's leading the Australian anti-marijuana campaign that is called the stoner sloth. Now this is a real thing. Uh, So this is the headline. Stoner sloth is telling Australian kids to stop smoking weed. However, people are not following it and they think it's hilarious. So it goes on to say, put down the joint, kids. You don't want to end up like stoner sloth. Now, that's the new character leading the anti-marijuana campaign in Australia, specifically in New South Wales, targeting teenagers with the tagline, quote, you're worse on weed. (laughs) Now, this is an actual campaign that is being distributed around Australia, and people are just going nuts about this. So there are three different videos for the character of Stoner Sloth. Now, let me just paint the picture for you. Okay. It's all humans in these scenarios, and it's kids. Like, the first one is, like, the kids inside of, like, a classroom. And um, and it's all, like, human children, except for the fact that there is a giant life-size sloth sitting in the room with them, but the sloth is too stoned to be able to do anything good because it's worse on weed. <laughs> so basically, if you smoke weed... It makes you a stoner sloth. This campaign has clearly come up by someone who has never spoken to a teenager before. Oh, yeah. So, uh, so the character of stoner sloth uh, is, uh, is people in a variety of public situations uh, and acting like a stoner is the result of being under the influence of marijuana, Dude. dopey, and reacting slowly to the people around them who are disgusted by the existence Sick. of stoner sloth. Now, the first video shows Delilah high school um, in a high school exam who has absolutely nothing written down for answers because pff, stutter sloth. Oh, jeez. The second shows Jason struggling Wait, to pass... Wait, they name the sloths? These are the names of the Oh, yeah, I'm going to play them for sloths? you in just a okay. second. Like, you can't... So you can't see the sloths. You have to look up the imagery because it's hilarious. But I want to play it for you so you can hear the sloth grunts. Okay, so it's so like a sloth person. It's a sloth... Per- it's a, it, They're actually a person, but they're being portrayed by a sloth because they're useless because they smoke marijuana. Gotcha. So the second video shows Jason... Human, but in sloth form, struggling to pass food around a dinner table because he doesn't quite understand what food is because he is stoned. Uh, finally, there's Dave, not able to react at a cool teenage party where everyone's holding red cups, maybe or maybe not containing alcohol. Right, so that's okay, but the. Okay. Now, all the sloths. Mixed message there. At the. Um, are looked down upon. So, uh, so this is done by the New South Wales Department of, Prem- uh, of Premier of Cabinet, the DPC. So this uh, has actually been proven. It, it has been updated. The NSW Department of Premier and Cabinet confirmed in a statement that they are behind the Stoner Sloth campaign in consultation with uh, NSW Health. They said the Stoner Sloth public awareness campaign has been designed to encourage positive behaviors in young children before bad habits start and motivate the discontinued use of cannabis before they become... Dependent on it, so I do have the stoner sloth <laughs> right here. So there's stoner sloth. This is the stoner sloth compilation. Let me take. Let me turn this down. So of course, as you remember, I told you before, the first one is Delilah. The second one is I don't know the guy who can't pass the food, and the third one is the guy at the party. Okay, time's up. Pens down. Delilah, pens down. Delilah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Stoner sloth. That's the sound of Delilah the stoner sloth. And now her head's on her desk. That's hilarious. 
And then it has big and bold, you're worse on weed. Jason? Here's Jason. Could you pass the salt, please, darling? Mm. <laughs> so Jason the salt. Jason doesn't know what the salt is, so he's picking up the salad instead of the salt. Oh, stoner sloth. Stoner sloth. He's passing over the salad. Oh god, that's not what she asked for. <laughs> they're all giving no. Stoner sloth. Oh, they're all giving. Oh, Jason's wearing a base. Uh, Basketball jersey too. So I told her she can't wear cool socks and sandals out of the house anymore. It's <laughs> so funny. What do you think, Dave? <laughs> Dave doesn't have anything to contribute to the conversation. <laughs> they all just left him. Stunning sloth. Kids, nobody wants to hang out with a stoner sloth. And the moral of the story is you are worse on marijuana. Or worse on weed, excuse me. Forgot that catchy. How many Australian kids do you think are going to stoner sloth if, if this sticks around for, oh a while, my God. for Halloween? You're right. <laughs> I kind of want to go with stoner sloth. <laughs> I want to be Delia or Delilah or whatever. It's a sloth and like a little Delilah dress. the stoner sloth. I swear, it's a human-sized sloth with, like, a little blue bow and, like, a dress with, a with like, a collar on it. <laughs> so there you have it. You're worse on weed. That's the world of crazy. <laughs> I like the, like, the piccolo music or whatever it is behind it. Yeah. It was just like, yeah, the... I was like, do-do-do-do. No. <laughs> <laughs> Stoner sloth. You're not doing good. With the I know mute I'm not doing today. good with the mute button on the new one. I'm sorry. I'm about ready to sneeze, so I'm trying not to do it into the microphone. <laughs> yeah, please don't do it into the microphone. Well, I'm trying not to. That's why I had to. I had to mute myself, but then I did a terrible job with the unmuting. Okay. Anyway, we should do a little bit of ball talk. We okay. should do some ball talk. All right. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I think your cold. You've given me your cold during the course of this show. I have not given you my cold because now I'm like stuffed up. Do, I'm pretty I did sure. not give you a cold. I'm I've pretty sure you did. I haven't touched anything. I'm pretty sure that's how science works. Uh, I'm a half doctor, and I can tell you that's not. You're not science a half works. doctor. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Yeah. All right. First up in ball talk. I like how like bitchy Australians can sound too. Stoner sloth. Stoner sloth. Stoner sloth. Ugh. Ugh. Stoner sloth. Dave, what do you think? Stoner sloth. Yeah, to clarify, Sarah believes she's a half doctor because her father is a doctor. That does not make you half doctor. It's inherited. It makes me half doctor. That's not how that works. It is not. All right, first up in ball talk. This is an example that uh, ladies can be douches too. So this happened in Spokane, Washington. Oh, Spoke Compton. Where a UFC fighter, Juliana Pena, I'm not sure if it's Pena or it's just spelled regular N. So Juliana Pena was arrested yesterday after, according to police, a bar refused to let her and her bloodied friend, another fighter, Joshua Gao, come in to use their bathroom. 
So they were okay. Like, they didn't need medical treatment, apparently. But they showed up at this bar after it had been closed and started banging on the door, asking to be let in because they had been in some kind of fight, and he wanted to clean up in the bathroom. They didn't need medical attention. He just wanted to use their bathroom to clean up all his blood. Ew. And the bar was like, well, no, um, we're closed. Like, we're, we're completely closed. The bar's been closed. Yeah. The bathroom's already been cleaned. Like, no, I'm sorry, you can't come in. From what, I, from what I'm reading here, like, they, like I said, they didn't need medical attention. So, mm-hmm. like, no, you can't come into the bathroom and bleed all over it. Sorry. Well, they, these two different guys came out from the bar because they refused to leave, uh, Juliana and this other guy. And when, when they told her she couldn't come in for the, like, the second or third time, she decided to haul off and kick both of them in the growing. What? She's a UFC fighter. Oh, that's not cool. And she kicked both of these dudes who are just trying to do their job and clean up and go home for the night. Kicked them both in the growing. And then her friend... Wait, in the what? In the growing. 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 Yeah. Yeah. And then proceeded to... The uh, friend, Joshua, the other fighter, decided to rub his bloody face all over the bar's front window. Oh, gross. It's growing. I'm sorry. I'm all stuffed up, so I know it sounds like growing. <laughs> I realize that. I'm, you guys, when I said I was getting ready to sneeze, sport, I am Greg. really I know, stuffed up. So anyway, yeah, he rubbed, his, uh, he rubbed his bloody face all over the door. That's disgusting. Yes, it is very disgusting. Just smear your... Oh, no, no, yeah. no. Well, she was arrested. And um, they are facing charges right now. Moving on to ball talk. We've got... Uh, you know what? That's Well, okay, I'll just do this story. The Frisco Rough Riders, which is a minor league affiliate of the Texas Rangers, has announced Monday night that they are going to be having a runner-up night in honor of the... Miss Universe pageant. Oh, what is so, a runner-up night? Well, they've invited Miss Columbia, who I'm going to guess it probably isn't going to show up today. Well, I was reading all kinds of stuff about Miss Columbia today. Apparently, what about she's uh, not a friendly woman. I kind of imagine none of them are, really. No, no. Well, I guess that she in particular was a very, very not nice. What did she do? Just a, a total bitch. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well. Like being rude to her translator. Oh, like wow. Just, yeah, like a bunch of stuff in front of other people. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to guess most of them probably aren't friendly people. Maybe maybe that's not the case all around, but I'm going to guess they're probably... I mean, they've been coddled and told how amazing they are their entire lives. Yeah. You know, it's just like some kid athlete who becomes a superstar. It's the same thing. They've been told how great they are the entire time. Mm-hmm. So they probably have no real reference to life. Uh, but anyway... This runner-up night, Miss Columbia has been invited. I'm going to guess she's not going to come. But they've also invited the Buffalo Bills from the early 90s because they were runner-ups in the Super Bowl four straight years. <laughs> they invited Darren McFadden, who twice lost out in the Heisman voting, came in second. And uh, and a, a bunch of other people, they're, they're abiding a bunch of different runner-ups. And so that is going to be a runner-up night. That's kind of funny. It's, it's kind of funny. <laughs> um, finally, in ball talk. Well, I've got two different things. Yep. Two things. One, I did want to bring this up. Uh, so the Carolina Panthers are sitting at 14-0 right now. 
And the leading MVP candidate is their quarterback, who is Cam Newton. Cam Newton's not very well liked by a lot of people. I think he's kind of entertaining, and I'm just going to say that. Why does why don't people like him? I mean, there's he's very cocky. Okay, but the thing is, he keeps winning, so it's like you can't really blame him. And he does do a lot of stuff for charity, so I give him that. And he's the leading candidate to become the MVP this year. And I thought, in honor of that, why don't we play one of the fan songs, which is a Raptors in Wait, is this him? No, this is not him. This is a fan rapping about him. I wonder if sports players like feel weird when like other straight males are like singing songs about them. I don't know. Why do you keep turning it up? Turn it down. <laughs> that is Cam Newton by Owen Stewart. Wow, he is Least a thinker. rapping name ever. Owen Stewart. But the most creative title for a song about Cam Newton ever. It's called Cam Newton. I, I know. It's very compelling stuff there. <laughs> All right, finally in ball talk. I need to make a bowl game prediction because there are bowl games happening all over the place for college football. Let's predict this one. It's going to be happening at 4 p.m. Pacific time. It is Temple University versus Toledo. So a big-time matchup. T versus T. T and T matchup. Is it on TNT? That would just be magical. It's on ESPN, apparently. Uh, yeah. Temple, 10-3 versus Toledo, 9-2. Temple's ranked number 24, Sarah. Toledo unranked. It's Ohio versus Philadelphia. I always forget where Temple is. I think it's Philadelphia. The winner will be in the Marmot Boca Raton Boca Raton Bowl. Marmot Boca Raton Bowl. I don't know what marmot, marmot like is. A, like a M-A-R-M-O-T. Isn't that like some sort of creature? Yeah, it's like a weasel kind That's of thing. That's what I thought it was. Yeah. Or am I thinking varmint? Well, that, it's also a varmint. But a marmot, it's like a, it's like a weasel or a ferret, isn't it? I have to say that whatever we say is true. So yes, it's all of those things. I think that's what they are. Or is it more like a gopher? Well, anyway, it's the marmot Boca Raton Bowl. It's a gopher weasel hybrid. Sure, I'll go with that. The winner will be the Temple Owls. Ooh. Owls. The Owls will win. So there you go. I know everybody's been waiting for that. Vegas will change their odds right now. If you do place a bet, don't forget to send a tithing. Fun Employment Radio's way should you win on my predictions. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Nice marmot, man. Isn't that what he says? Isn't what, that what, who a, says? what a Big Lebowski? I don't, I don't know. I think so. I think he calls it a marmot. I don't know. I think we're just kind of making stuff up. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe it's more like a groundhog. That seems about right. Okay. We'll go with that. Okay. We'll assume it's a groundhog. So there we go. Somebody said that Marbit is camping gear. Oh, that would make sense. I know it's a brand. 
Maybe it is camping gear. You know where you could probably get some good camping gear? Where? Where could you get it? Next Adventure. <laughs> Fine sponsor, Fun Employment Radio. Next Adventure on the corner of Stark and Grand right here in Portland, Oregon. That's where their main store is. They're a fine sponsor, Fun Employment Radio, and a good place to go and pick up a last-minute Christmas gift. I would do that, except I'm buying for my brother who's going to be flying back in. He, he's my brother. So I already know what I have to get him. But oh, okay. Next Adventure. Oh, does he tell you what he wants? Nah, I've got a pretty good idea. Okay. Uh, Next Adventure. Fine sponsor, Fun Employment Radio. Of course, you can also shop at nextadventure.net or they've got the Paddle Sports Center or they have the uh, shop out in Scapoose. And so there's all, many, all kinds of different places you can go. Next Adventure is fantastic. Fine and spot. we love them very much. Yes, we do. Nextadventure.net. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, was there something else you wanted to bring up at the end? Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, there's two things. One, we did, ha- we did have a happy birthday. Ooh. So maybe we should do that mm-hmm. first. So we have a birthday that happened yesterday, and I want to give... A shout out to him. And it's Isaac's birthday yesterday. Isaac. Isaac, happy birthday. Happiest of birthdays, Isaac. I hope it was happy wonderful. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Oh, I am right. And the other thing I wanted to do, this isn't a very exciting thing to say, but I just wanted to give a, a shout out. Uh, we lost somebody from the Fun Employment Radio listener family, um, and that is Larry. So Larry is somebody... I just talked to him via Facebook. I don't know if I've ever met Larry in person, but he just wrote me a couple of weeks ago sending me Sasquatch news. And uh, apparently he has uh, passed away. And I know, I, I believe his family also listens to the show. So I just oh. want to give a shout out to him. Sorry for the for the tough times you guys are going through. And uh, shout out to Larry. Yeah. Thank so, you, Larry. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So so that that was all. That's important to say. I know it's it is. sad, but you know, like he... But, we are grateful for each and every one of you. He, Don't you ever forget that. Absolutely. Yes. Everybody who everybody listens to this show, you know, you guys, uh, you everybody guys are a part of our- Everybody who exists on this planet. We love you all. Well, yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. A little bit more if you listen to our show. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's just be honest. Yep. Um, send us an email. Funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call. 503-575-9120. Thank you, everyone, for tuning into Fun Employment Radio. Like we said, we really do appreciate each and every one of you. You are fantastic. And you are our family. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, and if you see me in the mall or anything like that, you feel up to come up, feel feel fine coming up and saying hello. Pick him up. Pick him up. Help him get something off I'd the top shelf. I'd prefer not to be, be picked so nice up. I would prefer not to be picked up. That's really rude of you when you're telling people to come say hi to you and you're denying them. Well, saying them hi to is up. different than picking me up. Maybe that's their Christmas wish. Who are you to deny them their Christmas wish, you if selfish that's the, little Grinch of a man? That's their one Christmas wish is to pick me up. All right. If that's truly just your only Christmas wish, maybe we can make that happen. No, you already said yes. So, all right. If that's your one Christmas wish, all you have to do is tell Greg. And then you can pick him up. Mm. Loophole, people. Loophole. Damn it. All right. So, 10 a.m. tomorrow. We'll be here. 10 10 a.m. Pacific time. Wednesday, December 23rd. We'll be back. 10 a.m. Pacific time. Thank you so much, everybody. We will be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Bye, friends. Sorry. I still feel like I'm going to (laughs) sneeze. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. You really are a heel. You're as cuddly as a cactus. You're as charming as an eel, Mr. Grinch. You're a bad 